The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out CybionicsCGM.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and for World Diabetes Awareness Month, we are doing something a little bit different. Every single day in November, we will be releasing a brand new episode with practical tips, practical insight, and practical advice you can implement with your own diabetes management. This is 30 days to change your life with type 1 diabetes. But remember, this is all from my own experience. If you have any issues or concerns regarding your own diabetes, please contact a medical professional. Now, enjoy this episode. Okay, so the next topic that we're going to go through today is eating out with type 1 diabetes or going to a restaurant with type 1 diabetes or getting takeaway food with type 1 diabetes. It is very common for us to feel uncertain or feel stressed or sometimes feel overwhelmed at the thought of how am I going to manage my blood sugar when I go to this place for dinner? How am I going to manage my blood sugar when I'm eating this type of meal? Right, Naturally, almost instinctively, you're going to have that sort of worry or concern, let's call it. Now, what I like to do with restaurant food is have a strategy in place, like most things with my diabetes management. Having a strategy in place helps give you clarity on your blood sugar. And in my opinion, helps you actually enjoy the food more. Because if I have a strategy that I can stick to, there's less time worrying about highs. There's less time worrying about lows, less time thinking about my diabetes. So I can actually just focus on the thing that I'm doing. And that's important when you live your life with diabetes. So when I'm eating out, let's say I'm going to a restaurant, I'll take you through a quick framework that I use. Number one is I decide what I want from my blood sugar in advance. What I mean by that is I will make a decision around, am I actively going to try and keep my blood sugar in range with this thing that I'm doing? Or am I going to just say to myself, you know what? Don't care about my blood sugar. Don't care about my diabetes. I'm just going to do whatever. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, I get the impression that you're not going to pick the latter. So having a strategy in place is important. Number two is set boundaries. And what I mean by that is being in social situations with type 1 diabetes, it's easy to be influenced. So when I say set boundaries, 
decide what it is that you want and know the boundaries that you're sticking with. If you say, I'm going to have X type of meal, if I know I'm going to have X type of drink, if I know I don't want to drink alcohol, if I know I don't want to eat chips or fries, for example, if you're making that decision and you're setting a certain boundary, don't be influenced by the company around you. And this comes with confidence in your own management. Again, that's something that you practice. It's a muscle that you that you build. But set those boundaries. If somebody says, oh, no, no, have this drink, you know, but I have set a boundary saying, I'm not drinking tonight. I will stick to that boundary. Simple as that. Number three, this is the, the practical framework that I take. So let's say I order a meal. The first thing that I do is I will decide the total amount of insulin that I want to take for that meal. So let's say it's 10 units for the example's sake. I don't know necessarily what's in the meal, but I'm getting a burger, I'm getting chips, I'm getting a salad, whatever. I'm deciding on the total amount of insulin that I think I need for this meal. That's the first practical thing I do. The second practical thing I do is I will likely split that insulin dose because from my experience, most restaurant food that we eat is going to be much higher in carbohydrate, it's going to be much higher in fat particularly and as a result my blood sugar is going to be inclined to spike at a later time because of that fat because the fat is going to slow down digestion going to slow down the rate of the release of essentially glucose into my system so therefore i will likely need to split my insulin dose so i've picked the total amount of insulin dose that i'm taking Now I'm looking at how am I going to split it? Is it going to be 10 units into one unit of five, two units of five? It's going to, is it going to be 10 units where I'm taking four units up front, another four units, and then two units? So I'm splitting it over a certain period of time as opposed to just taking one dose so that I can counteract the expected delayed spike. When I've decided, how I'm going to split my insulin dose, I'll set timers for those doses. Meaning, let's say I'm doing a three-split dose for a restaurant meal. I'm setting a timer for a pre-bolus, which is likely going to be about 15 or 20 minutes. That's the insulin I take before my food. I'm setting a timer for the next dose that I want to take. Generally, from my experience, for me, that is usually taking about an hour and a half after I finish eating the meal. And then I'll set a timer about another hour and a half after that for the last dose. And that again is to counteract the expected spike from fat at a later time. Now, part of the confusion or part of the issue when it comes to restaurant food is the fact that, number one, I don't know what's in it, obviously, because you're not weighing out the food that you're eating but also number two essentially you don't know when it's going to come out you don't know when that food is going to be brought to you so it's difficult to pre-bolus now if you've made a decision in advance if you've set a boundary in advance and you've said regardless of what happens regardless of the time regardless of when my food comes out i'm gonna pre-bolus that's what i do i will pre-bolus no matter what because I want to avoid that big spike initially as much as I can. Something that works really well with this 
so you can confidently pre-bolus accurately in a restaurant is order a side salad. Let's say, for example, side salad arrives and your main dish arrives. It's your decision to wait for your insulin or not. It's nobody else's decision. So that initial spike from the food essentially is your responsibility. Am I deciding to take my insulin and wait or am I not? So with the side salad, let's say my burger is here, my side salad is here. I can look at the burger, estimate how much insulin I need. I will take my insulin and set a timer, 15 minutes, for example. Then I will eat the side salad because I'm probably hungry. And the time that it takes me to eat that side salad works as a pre-bolus time. So I'm not sitting there just staring at a burger. I'm actually eating food while I'm waiting. And also, if it's a side salad with leafy greens and veg, for example, the fiber in that meal itself, in that salad itself, will also benefit the rate of release of glucose into my system. Because higher fiber meals, particularly at the start, eaten first, has a huge benefit on the spike that you see from the main meal or the, the carbohydrate that you eat. So set a timer or take your pre bolus set a timer, eat a side salad. When the timer goes off, I get into the main meal. Lastly, something that can complement your blood sugar and something you'll probably naturally do anyway if you're out for food, 5, 10, 15, 20-minute walk afterwards can help. Again, naturally keep the blood sugars lower or naturally stabilize those bloods. So having a strategy in place is massively important. And the last, last, last point is acknowledging and accepting in advance the fact that your blood sugar may spike or may drop. And why you need to do that and why it's important is because when you go out to a restaurant, you have no idea what's in the meal. You have absolutely no idea. You could get a cheese pizza from this restaurant, take 10 units, perfect. You could get a cheese pizza from this restaurant, which is essentially is the same order, but you may require 20 units because it's made with something different. It's made with different dough. It's made with more cheese. It's made with whatever, different sauce. So when I say you need to acknowledge and accept your blood sugar in advance, it's exactly that. You're, the way I look at it is essentially you're going into unknown territory. And I have a strategy. There's logic behind the strategy. I'm disciplined with the strategy to hopefully keep my bloods in the place that I want. But because essentially it's still a guessing game to a certain extent, I have to accept in advance the fact that I may see a high or I may see a low. That's just part of living your life with diabetes.